0: And welcome back once again to another special bonus episode. Got with me a uh, a friend of the show, somebody who is uh, whose voice you have heard on some of the past episodes of Christmas Carol audio drama, Mister Thomas Reiser. Thomas, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. All right. Well, we uh, you played nephew Fred and Fezziwig, two very different characters on the audio drama. <laughs> Uh, just start. Maybe uh, let's start with just kind of that. Actually, just kind of talk about what that was was like doing those those different characters and and uh, kind of your whole experience with the with the uh, production.
1: Oh, absolutely, sure thing. Um, so like a, like a, like a, I've met, I imagine I speak for a lot of people. uh, when growing up, uh, we watched the Muppet Christmas Carol, which was (laughs) my first, my first exposure to, um, the Charles Dickens. And I mean, come on, Michael Caine turning in his best Scrooge. So you really can't go wrong there. Um, um, so that's my experience with it. Um, when I first, when I first went in for the role of a nephew, Fred, I, you know, basing, just basing off of what I've seen, um, from that movie, uh, Stephen McIntosh, um, you know, I definitely, definitely wanted to bring his youthful spirit, his energy and, uh, bring it of course to the full version of, uh, of Charles Dickens classic. Nice. So there, there, are, there are definitely moments, um, he's, he has a, a cheerful, Upright kind of guy, a gentleman of sun means, as described in the text, if I recall correctly. Um yep. always cheerful, loves Christmas, not just in the just togetherness, but also the religious aspect of it. Um <clears throat> but there
0: but quite. there are some times. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say he's quite quite the passionate speaker, too. Scrooge Parliament. Yeah um speaking
1: of Scrooge, but there are some moments where. His uncle's negativity, his miserliness, his just downright, unsurly attitude can get to him sometimes. And that definitely reflects in uh, that opening monologue, in one of the monologues where he's like, I am truly sorry. But then he remembers what Christmas is all about. And he says, God bless it. I'm going to make it the best holiday. And the next one will be better than that.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, doing Fezziwig, that's a very, I guess, I guess they're similar in a lot of ways, and that probably speaks to just kind of your uh, natural vivaciousness <laughs> uh, going into the roles. <laughs> like, you got um, Nephew Fred, who's, you know, very upbeat and, and all that sort of thing, but then you also got uh, Fezziwig, which is uh, a similar character in a lot of ways when you think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely his vivaciousness. I'd imagine that he was Scrooge if he didn't grow up to be a jerk.
0: There you go. Um, so,
1: yeah, that's that's the best way I can describe Fezziwig, despite his, like, minimal, like, just a few lines at best. Um, like, I still maintained his um, his vivaciousness. As love! Oh, boys, it's Christmas time! Let's see here! Oh, Ebenezer! Dick, it's time! Close the shutters! Come on, take the day off! Um, and the best way I always imagined him, I was taught by my voice teacher, uh, Bruce Carey of Voices Carey. Uh, full disclosure, I do teach there. I just mention that because i love teaching there huh, um nice yeah. awesome. full disclosure um i wasn't asked to say anything about that i just i just love <laughs> it that much <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> so just thinking of like the internal and the external we already nailed the internal vivacious loves life loves the holidays but the external, of course, I'd imagine he was a drunk, please if he put on just a few extra pounds. Here we go. <laughs> he, you know, he speaks in that sort of refined pronunciation with his uh, mouth closed half the time. But I imagine this man would speak from his chest, you see.
0: I think it's very fitting. Very fitting indeed. Then, so it sounds like yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing voice work for for a while then, huh? I've uh, been taking lessons.
1: Um, of course, I, I've done theater for my whole most of my life i started with choir in middle school and believe it or not i hated it (laughs) nice uh on the application (laughs) to like middle school honors choir um i put down why do you want to join honors choir my mom says i have to
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah well at least you're honest that's hilarious well, was your mom just really thought it was a, a good idea for you to do it, or what was her motivation there?
1: Well, as they say, mother knows best. Uh, she enrolled me in um in classical voice lessons, as with my, my older sister. Um and I didn't I even then I didn't really know what to make of it. I could love singing in a private in a private setting, just being able to get all this vivacious energy. That I have, as you can see, anything acting related or singing really gets me fired up. As you can see, <laughs> um, nice. But just just having that outlet, um, for all that, not just having an outlet for all that energy that I got, but if you indulge in something that really gets you fired up in the best way, you really can't have a bad day. That's what I always told myself. Like I could be having yeah. the a real real crappy day. But if I can end it with a voice teacher whom I know and love, or an acting class where I where people know who I am and they they know they they know who I am, then they just just having a good time. Then I, I can't say I had a bad day because it yeah. always ends on a good note.
0: That's awesome. So when you started doing choir and you hated it and you your mom made you do it, when was kind of the turning point that you were like, okay, I guess this isn't as, as bad as I wanted it to be. <sighs>
1: I couldn't tell you what songs we sang but I don't know just it just it just clicked. Something yeah. where I, like I could just really get it just have fun really. Uh yeah. that's I think that's when it clicked. And nice. everybody else having fun around me and it's just like gosh this is family. This is a community. I love this. Yeah. Thanks mom. Hard to
0: <laughs> so you 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 teach uh voice stuff is that kind of your your main thing that you do or do you have a, a normal day job i say normal but <laughs> yeah.
1: um i have a normal day job right now um when the pen pand- i actually quit my job before the pandemic hit um oh dear oh yeah perfect timing <laughs> yeah i was like you know i'm gonna try and stake it out as a voice actor so i started teaching oh, there wow. Um, then that is what sustained me through the pandemic. Thanks, Bruce. Wow. <laughs> um, and, but then like, you know, I decided to pick up a day job in the fall. I'm with a temp company right now. I actually start another position on Monday. So there's that. Um, oh, wow. but if I, but of course, a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything, but, um, office stuff though which is nice but one of these days that i mean i'll i've one of these days i definitely do want to do a voiceover as a career um yeah i mean in the in the live acting side i mean harrison ford was a carpenter before before he yeah. made, a, made it a living as an actor so there's no shame in having a day job while you're trying to while you're trying while you're uh, chasing after whatever it is you really want to do
0: yeah that's that's good advice for for anybody and everybody so mm-hmm. uh one of the questions I've been asking people is just kind of what's one of your favorite uh all time favorite Christmas memories or maybe a Christmas tradition that just um you know is is just uh, something you always think about when you think about christmas time
1: um gosh uh so now i get to go into my namesake right here uh the way that my name is spelled tamash t-a-m-a-s there's supposed to be an x on the second a that's my hungarian side of the family and we celebrate christmas the hungarian way um oh, wow. yeah so every what year does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> every year we well i mean we celebrate christmas on christmas eve but um Every year, I go and see my folks. A lot of my mom's side of the family. And They live in Illinois, about forty-five minutes west of Chicago. Um, I live in Texas, by the way, and we have a Christmas feast, of course. But we we believe that, like you know, when Christmas time rolls around, the angels come and bring us our gifts, and when we hear the bells ringing, that means it's um, that's mean it's time to go unwrap gri- un- go uh, do the un- gift gift, uh, gift unwrapping and nice. we sing a carol called ber translation from heaven come the angels lasagnol, just a couple of a couple of bars of that to give you an idea Nice. And we we gather around sing that song and then we get to the unwrapping Unraveling of the gifts and wishing nice. each other Merry Christmas.
0: That's really cool. That's, that's it's so interesting to me to just see how you know other um, cultures and stuff. Like I've I've just been you know in America my whole life, so having kind of a different perspective on it and different way a culture celebrates celebrates it. That's that's really cool. You yeah. guys have is there some Hungarian food that's uh, always goes along with Christmas?
1: Uh, goulash, um, as always. <clears throat> um let's see what, And of course what it is, is usual <laughs> I've, I've always <laughs> heard it i don't know
0: if i've ever had it um
1: it's like this slow it's a slow cooking stew like you got to prepare it all day i'm just go, i'm just going off a of memory right here to the point where it requires a special pot that looks oh, a wow. lot like a helmet um <laughs> 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 yes as a matter of fact i think one of my uh Ah, my Hungarian, one of my Hungarian relatives had was stopped at the airport because the goulash pot, if you look at it, looks like a German bucket, like a German Stalheim. So you imagine oh, wow. they get stopped at the airport for that. <laughs> but basically the, the best way I can describe goulash, um, it is a slow cooking um, stew with just a concoction of meat, vegetables seasoned with uh, paprika.
0: Hmm. Sounds good. It's a national dish too. <laughs> oh wow, very official. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. Thank you. Uh, just yeah, a huge thank you for for making this this production possible. Could not have done it without you, and just so so grateful that uh, you were willing to volunteer your time. And um, I think uh, you had you have a, a website. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, you want to tell people what that is and what
1: they'll find there. Sure thing. Um so it's it's just my official website. Uh Thomas Reeser Voice Actor. And that's my and my name as it's spelled, T-A-M-A-S-R-I-E-S-E-R, voiceactor.com, all one word. Um, there you'll get to see my website and that beautiful mug, the the face behind the voice. <laughs> um there you you'll are. actually you'll actually hear um that stave. Um, that you that you threw at that not that first date, but just like that little that little sample, because um, I'm listening uh-huh. to it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Everybody I've showed it, <laughs> everybody I've showed that to said like, holy crud, that is
0: awesome. <laughs> that's so cool to hear. Yeah, it, it, I cannot believe just how awesomely, if that's a word, that it came together. <laughs> it's just yeah, it could not be better. Just the the range of talent and. Yeah, it was just, just incredible. More incredible is how you managed to
1: get people from across the pond to coordinate and <laughs> work this all out. And, of course, I want to say I appreciate your direction and I'm very happy I got to be a part of this project.
0: Yeah, uh, it's been a blast, um, and yeah, <laughs> the, the coordination—it was—it was, it was uh, something else. You got people all over the world, and uh, you know, pulling it all together. But yeah, just so so many gracious, awesome people that made this happen, and, and you are definitely one of them. So, just thanks for for making it happen. And people, go check out uh, Tomo- Thomas. Sorry, <laughs> now you're good. <laughs> uh, oh, it throws me off. Do, go check out Thomas uh, on his website. I'll put the link to that in the show notes below. And uh, if you need any voiceover work, you can tell he's got the talent to make something happen so check that out and uh, remember this has all been a benefit of Operation Christmas child if you haven't donated yet please 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 go into it if you don't want the full version of the audiobook you know you don't have to send me your receipt of your donation just just go donate Operation Christmas child is just such a wonderful organization doing such wonderful things and uh, they could really use your support so go to operation Christmas child and make a donation and if you would like a full free version of the audio drama make sure to send me an email anotherworld audiobooks at gmail.com with a copy of your receipt and I will We'll uh, put you on the list for once the, the full version drops, which is going to be very soon. So watch out for that. Um, it, it, yeah, if you think listening to each individual episode is fun, wait to hear the whole thing all put together. So thanks again, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. When I was in school, I absolutely hated writing. It wasn't until I was a bit older that I came to understand the power of words. If you're a business owner, you understand that power too. A business blog, when done right, can drive sales, increase revenue, and get you more customers. But as a business owner, you probably don't have the time to do all that writing. Plus, if you're not a copywriter by trade, you might feel like you're just kind of throwing words out there and they're not actually accomplishing anything. The good news is there's a simple solution. Check it out. I call it the ultimate blog post checklist for businesses with online stores. This checklist will allow you to write better, more effective articles that convert readers into buyers. It's full of easy to follow examples to get your creativity flowing based on experience of nearly a million words written. and best of all, it's effective on any type of article in any industry or niche. I've successfully used this exact checklist on topics from pool table reviews to investment advice. Tired of spending tons of time writing stuff that doesn't convert, this checklist will change that by giving you highly effective blog posts and articles that transform readers into paying customers. Go to invicta.enterprises/free checklist and start saving time and transforming your writing now. That's invicta.enterprises/free checklist. see you next time.